Uh, all right, so today is Tuesday, December 11th. We'll have 10 days until the end of the world. It is presently sometime in the, let's say, early to mid AM, sometime around 9, maybe 10. What's anybody up to right now? Roxanne is in her room, just fucking lost in a pile of paper. Mmm. Making talismans? Yes. Alright. Well, you are, uh... The, the masters of the house, at least, are completely out of your hair, because Magpie and Emery are getting, once again, ravens from other states set up to come babysit Southern California while this happens. Oh, always save the world. Got it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Blackbird is... I don't want to say he's underfoot right now, but the two people he normally hangs out with the most are extremely indisposed at the moment, so he is in your hair more than usual. It's fine. I can't always work. <laughs> I have to sleep eventually, and distractions are going to help. There are frequently moments when you look up from your pile and realize that Blackbird has kind of cobbled together a little, like, half-nest. I mean, as long as they put it back, as long as they put it back where they found it when they're done. <laughs> Absolutely. Boys. What are you all up to? Uh, Grant is looking over the Pepe Sylvia board, desperately trying to figure out if there's anything he can do in the next 10 days and is slowly coming to the realization, no, I can't. I think I'm done. (laughs) At this point, it's just whatever personal improvements you can do for yourself to make yourself more battle ready. Yeah, but he, he's still reviewing the board and it's like, no, there's got to be something I missed. There's got to be... No. No, wait. No. No. What wait, no. <laughs> there's still that one knife that's just completely unknown at this point. Yeah. But unfortunately, Gregory has not gotten back to anybody about its identity, so you can just stare at that little post-it note until it catches a flame. But nothing will come of it. Speaking of Gregory, uh, Gregory's dad, what are you up to right now? Honest, okay, so I forget, what was the actual reason we didn't just like offhand or off screen making my knife? Uh, because I like to have those moments where I talk about what happens when the knife is created. Is that too long to do that for my opening thing? Because it's like 10 days. I figure, like, I gotta knock that shit out at some point. Yeah, I mean, you can you can just say, right now, I'm getting that started. It'll take yeah. about 12 hours to get done. So, okay. not in the course of our pre-mystery stuff, but yes, you can definitely get that started right now. Yeah, I'm prepping that. Like, I always leave these things until the last minute. Why do I do that? Qualia and Morton are just kind of sitting there watching you draw blood looking bemused the both of them so how's the fall court doing uh well uh, our glorious king is 
more down in the mouth than usual. He's uh, not looking forward to what's coming. But outside no, of that... I imagine there's exactly one person who is looking forward to what's coming. <laughs> right. Uh, but outside of him, he's... Uh, business is proceeding as usual. I think I'm the only not royal who actually knows the score. So everyone's just kind of carrying on like everything's normal and the king's just in a bad mood. Hmm. So in the middle of that conversation, Steiner, Cam just kind of is in the room now. <sighs> okay, that one I kind of felt coming. Is that weird? Like I got the sense right before it happened. Is that... That's... It's still kind of unsettling, but... Yeah, I uh, I, I didn't figure out you getting that far that this fast. <laughs> um... Like it was like, it, it's not a pre-warning, it's just like like half a second before you appeared, I just like felt you were going to be there. That's a little bit scary, boss. But, uh, we're just gonna run with it, alright? So, um, turns out there's one more problem before we... <laughs> before everything goes on. Oh, there always is. Yeah. So, uh, find somewhere to sit. I gotta give you one more hit. I am laying down. I'm still <laughs> having the blood being drawn. <laughs> okay. So, with you being so reclined, he doesn't have to brace you like normal. Instead, he just puts the palm of his hand at the center of your forehead, and you again enter this, this sort of darkness of the vision before it swims and clears and you see yourself Grant and Roxanne and you are inside and all three of you look freaked out panicked hyper on edge you're all beat up and you're searching and then, Steiner, you squat down in front of a wall and pull the grating off of a ventilation duct. And then the vision ends. So it's going to be a fun one. Bundevar. Pull the grating out of the duct for reasons. For raisins. Oh, also pick up raisins. <laughs> and though you don't know that it's at about the same time, Roxanne, at right about the same time, there is a knock on your front door. Oh, that's never good. I teleport downstairs <laughs> and answer it. <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> like, knock on the door. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like me in it's... real life. Nothing good ever happens when someone knocks on my door. <laughs> it's either Magpie has ordered pizza, or there's a problem that you're going to have to solve. Well, that's actually both, because that's like 50 pizzas and getting them in. No, wait, that's scam. <laughs> I'm confusing the gremlins again. They're, they're both gremlins, <laughs> so they both have the same metabolism, but Magpie's a lot more polite about it. 
Magpie has them use the service entrance. <laughs> um, so you pop open the door, and it's casual. Possessing someone, as normal. It's not just an angel floating around Glendora. The way you said that makes me feel like he was about to bust out a catchphrase. <laughs> like, he's, like he's about to, like it's a sitcom. He just slides and in the like audience, it's like, yeah, yeah, the audience is clapping and cheering. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what his catchphrase is. He's going to say, hey there, kid. <laughs> hey, kid. Uh, hey, what's the news? Uh, news is you've got a case today. It couldn't be, like, a quiet week before everything goes down. Afraid not. This is, uh... Something that you're not gonna get a chance to take care of again for a while. So it needs to be taken care of now. That's a weird thing to say. Hmm. Just extrapolating based on trends. Alright. So, uh... The job Blind Hair's got for you today is, uh... Th th this case you're going on today is going to be a bit complicated. You need to make sure every single aspect of it is destroyed. Okay. The thing that we are... Okay. Yeah, I, I think I can intuit what you mean based on a lot of this. Okay. Well, what can it do? Gosh, all kinds of stuff. So... Can we get huh. a pen and paper? I can make a list. Uh, okay, okay. How about this? How about this? I don't have too many of its like capabilities figured out, but I can tell you this. Each time you meet it, it's going to be significantly worse. Its capabilities are going to be significantly greater. Huh. Okay. That's concerning. Alright, well, whatever. Yeah, so just be aware. Even if it doesn't look any different, it is. Okay, just... Hopefully one last one. And then the big finale. Should be. Bossman hasn't uh, indicated that there's anything else standing between you and Doomsday. Okay. Alright. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and tells you, Be safe, kid. I'll do my best. And he turns around and walks off and... Just as he gets out of sight, you know, you're you're down in the living room, and Magpie and Emery are also down there working. Magpie's on her laptop, Emery's on their phone. But as soon as Casual completely leaves your sight, there is a chime 
from Magpie's laptop. She's like, what the fuck is this? She, and you hear her clicking around and that knot forms in your stomach of, oh, the case is already here. Uh, it's bad news is what it is. Well, okay, not bad news. He, he's different. <laughs> it's not good news. And you hear her, you know, clicking around and then she's quiet reading and then her eyes go wide and she sits up a little straighter in the chair that she is in and she slowly turns to the dining room table where emery is sitting she goes em em you're gonna want to see this <laughs> and emery's just like uh I'll, uh, I'll call you back. They, they hang up and get out of their chair and walk over, look over Magpie's shoulder at the laptop, and they also just kind of look flabbergasted at what they're looking at. And then the two of them look at each other and then look at you. And they're like, we need to get the others here. Oxygen's just already on their phone like, hey, we've got work. It's like Steiner just emerges through the garage door. We had vision. Here I am. <laughs> Grant is there like two minutes later, having gone through the special rigmarole that he goes through. And he's like, okay, what is it this time? Emery goes and sits back down at the dining room table, calls back whoever they were calling before, and Magpie just motions for you all to take a seat in the living room. And as you sit down, she sets her laptop down on the coffee table and turns it so you all are looking at the screen. And there's a very fuzzy JPEG on the screen. That 250 pixels big in real life. Is that an alien? We don't actually know what it is. But it's not the first time I've seen it. What is it trying to do to that car? When was the last time you saw it? 58. 19? Yeah. So to describe this image that everybody is looking at, it is a rainy night under a bridge. There is a bright red car with its headlights on, and in its headlights is some kind of creature. It's humanoid, torso, two legs, two arms, a head with a neck, although its arms and legs are stick-thin and quite long, and its head is kind of teardrop shape, kind of like a bird's skull with no feathers. And it looks like Greedo. A little bit, although its head is smooth. And like a shark. the eye that's visible, the, the creature is shot in profile, as is the car. And the, so the eye that you can see is glowing, presumably reflecting the light off of the headlights. But the picture's too blurry to make anything else out. Magpie says, we, and, and by we, I mean Emery's predecessor and I, 
we got wind of this thing back in 1958, and we were never able to pick up its trail. It just vanished until, I guess, today. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, I just got told if we don't do this now, we're not really going to get another chance for a long time. Hmm. All right. Well, the, uh... The image has a set of GPS coordinates attached to it. You're heading out to Riverside. Great, we're going geocaching for monsters. <laughs> yeah, something like that. If you're inventing I, uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't have any information to give you besides its location. We, like I said, we never actually caught the damn thing. But uh, it's it's been in the back of our minds this entire time. You know, Emery and I both have just been looking out for it. it. Here's our chance. I would love to go with you guys, but I have other things to attend to. Yeah, I guess saving the world is a little more important. Yeah. You uh. Well, you know what? In lieu of the two of us going, and she stands up. She, she's been squatting behind the laptop. She stands up and heads over to the stairs. Hey, Birdie, you want to go hunting today? It always catches me off guard that she's tall now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what, like 18, something like that? 19, yeah. And Blackbird just kind of negotiates down the stairs. And then it's just kind of there and looks at all of you and spreads their arms. I... Sure. I wouldn't mind. If you'll have me. Oh yeah, of course. It's always nice to have more friends along, even if it's nasty work. And then... Harrison's siblings, one hand on one of your shoulders, one hand on another, and Damrol just kind of leans in between the two of you. Oh, that is nasty looking. Do you know what it is? No, I have no idea what this is. I'd love to find out, though. Would you mind if I came along? I, I don't mind. I'm good. Steiner? Uh, sure, I'll pack lunches. Are you are you good with giving up team dad position for for the day? <laughs> Fine. I'll be team weird uncle. Listen, you won't be the one we jokingly bug for McDonald's on the way there. Well, I I, I am I am considerably older than all of you, so I would think that I would be in the position of team grandfather. Cut to an hour later in the car. Tell us a story, <laughs> Granddad. Do you have any worthless originals? <laughs> well, there was this time I was locked in prison for over a hundred years. He was he was alive for a long time before that. That was barely a blip on his radar. I, <laughs> I know. So, all of you can pile into the Steiner mobile. <laughs> And get a drive-in. Rename that the Stein Wagon. No, I, I like the original name better. 
Yeah, no, Steiner Mobile is way better. Steiner Mobile is better. Fine. I'm going to think of it as a Stein wagon. This is the an in-character conversation we're having. <laughs> rock wagon is not as cool as rock mobile. And it's going to take you all probably close to an hour to drive from Steiner's lab to the bridge that you are going to. What it winds up being is you all get down onto the 60 and you exit around Fairmount Park and then just sort of drive around. And and the riverbed is dry. It has been dry for a long time. But you are heading to a bridge that is just north of the 21560 intersection. And... You know, you can drive over the bridge. Underneath it is just scrubland, front to back. And there's warehouses just to the north and to the south. There's freeways, so there's not a lot of places to go. On the way there, Grant Harrison. Mm-hmm. Your cell phone rings. It is a number you don't recognize. However, you do recognize the area code as China. Oh, okay. Uh, I will answer in Chinese. Uh, hello? Grant Harrison, this is Quartermaster Guang Kong. Forgive my casualness, Quartermaster. How may I assist you today? Well, Grant Harrison, are you capable of keeping secrets? I like to think so, yes. Very good. Some of the others and I have been concerned the way we have kept you out of the loop, coming so close to what we understand to be a fated day. So, well, Wei Zhong is unknown of it. We would like to offer you some assistance to ensure that you get that far. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, Grant, I would like your roll now. Okay. Hopefully it's not a fucking six because of of, uh, That'd of just this. That would be awkward. <laughs> Actually, fuck you. Seven. <laughs> it's a sigh. That's it's almost seven. the same thing, but it is crucially one more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very crucially one more. I've called to give you help, but also, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Alright, so what does a seven mean? Um, you get a miss- mission associated with the mystery, and if you do it, you uh, get some help or get some info or help too so basically they'll give me a mission which is what i was expecting and then also like at some point they'll help me i think i want to reverse the order on that yeah i think i want you to request some kind of help now and then you get a task in return yeah that's fair um so i will explain to him uh, the the picture that we saw, and I want to know and see if he knows anything 
about about it. I'll also mention, like, you know, the last time this was seen was back in 1958, and then it just dropped off the face of the map, and now it suddenly reappeared. Um, give him any other important info that I might be missing in my uh, in my brief lead up to this. Okay. Well, he isn't able to give you any information on whatever the hell this little hoobagooba is. It's your description. It could be a weird thing from the green. It could be a thing from the gray. It could be some wizard's homunculus. Who knows? Yeah. He can tell you, however, if you are concerned about losing it again. He quickly runs you through a tracking spell. Okay. Essentially, so long as you can meet it even once, you'll be able to keep its location. It has a maximum range of about 100 miles, but hopefully you won't let it get 100 miles away from you. I mean, if it gets 100 miles away from us, there's something seriously wrong with our ability to hunt this thing down. (laughs) And in return for this, he would like all of the information you can get him concerning this strange beastie. Oh, yeah, of course will be no problem. So, tracking spell in hand. Uh, you all now do arrive on the Riverside Bridge. Damerol has been a little bit weird about being in a car. He hasn't done this like more than twice. When did cars become a thing? Actually, about 1911. Yeah, so cars would have just been starting to come into existence when he stopped being a a thing that exists in public. (laughs) Hey Google, how old are cars? (laughs) (laughs) So the car ride from the Ohio DHEA facility to the Ohio safe house is like the only time he's ever been in a motor vehicle. The sides now, so he's just kind of like looking around at everything. He keeps looking like he's gonna touch a button and then thinks better of it. Ah, uh, he's much better behaved than Denver is. And Denver has been around cars since the 60s. <sighs> so, you all arrive on the Riverside Bridge. What do you do? Uh, uh, investigate a mystery. Well, how about you do some role-playing before you just fire dice into the sky? I want to throw dice at the problem, though. (laughs) You'll get to eventually, I promise. I pull out my EKG... EKG. Thank you, EKG meter. Doesn't that read brain waves? Electrocardiogram? It's detecting nothing. (laughs) Hold it up to Grant. EKG. What is, no. PKE? Was P-K-E. that it? It was PKE, yes. I want to turn it into a goat and look for footprints. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I want to like, look. That's somehow less ridiculous a sentence. 
<laughs> I'm gonna what look around to see if I can find anything. Okay, I like we'll get to that. What the fuck is a PKE? It's, it's the, the thing from the Ghostbusters. Thing from Ghostbusters that detects Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, okay. It's like no it's, wonder it's I not think it's coming like, up on Wikipedia. I think it's, it's like psychokinetic energy or something like that. Anyway. Okay, so Roxanne turns into a goat. Grant looks. Do you all just like get out of the car and jump off a bridge? Oh, I mean, I find a place to no. park first. Yeah, and then we jump off a bridge. <laughs> I teleport out of a moving vehicle onto the ground. <laughs> I've never tried to do that. Okay, momentum is conserved. Uh, please roll act under pressure to not eat a million harm worth of shit. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> okay. So, like, when you said we arrive at the bridge, you meant, like, we drove onto the bridge. We were driving on the bridge. I thought you meant, like, we found a place to park and we're walking yeah. towards the bridge. Yeah, like, that's... You know, the same reasonable assumption for a human being to make. <laughs> I mean, declare things to be happening, players. I cannot narrate my way through this entire adventure. Okay, I find a place to park. I'm putting some quarters in the meter. I'm looking a little okay. bit miffed because I didn't bring nearly enough quarters because I didn't expect to be a fucking parking meter on a bridge. <laughs> I guarantee there actually isn't. Look, I've probably got some change in here. A gallon of water comes out of Roxanne's hand. <laughs> no, okay, quarter. Here you go. Okay. Parking meter on a bridge. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I find a reasonable space to park within walking distance of the bridge. Okay. Are you walking pleased now, benevolent GM? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I've had this feeling a couple of times that I narrate too much and just drive the story forward too quickly, so I'm trying to cut okay. back a little bit, let my players do more things without me just no, causing the adventure to happen. All right, all right, all right. All right. Now, that nonsense concluded. Let's dial back okay. to a previous little bit of nonsense. Yes. How does once we, the are, m- once we are at the spot, uh, are there any like footprints or anything? Okay, well, now some rolls could be made. Now that we have maneuvered ourselves in. Grant is just doing gumshoe work, looking around. Roxanne has transformed into a goat. I'm using my superior goat eyes. I'm Can using we, my special anything? eyes to look for anything that uh, seems eyes. out of place. I'm rolling sharp. Holy shit, I got a nine. Now, was that with your plus one for the shape-shifting move? No, I rolled a ten, I guess. Okay, so you can ask me too. Oh boy. I feel like the most obvious question I could ask in this situation is, where did it go? Where indeed did it go? Alright. I want to know... How Damarel is reacting to seeing one of his friends just turn into a goat. I'm pretty sure he's seen weirder. Damarel is an exceptionally old fae. And also, Roxanne just kind of transforms sometimes. Usually it's in more humanoid forms, but I don't know. Roxanne, do you casually transform into a snake when you're lazing around the house? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so it's not like he hasn't seen her turn into animals before. Okay, but like... (laughs) Dialing back a little bit, I just want to, like, talk to Colin. Just one second. Mm-hmm. Colin, I'm fairly sure that even if, like, fucking Godzilla stomped through my town, 
and my frame for weird weirdness was like way off the scale as a result. If my best friend, who I'd been like just on a like hour long car ride, got out and turned into a goat, I'd still be like, "What the fuck?" Haunting <laughs> <laughs> all my best friend. All right, if my acquaintance, housemate, roommate, yeah, housemate, yeah. Point being. <laughs> Come downstairs at midnight. Weird shit still is weird goat, shit. Goat Roxanne is eating a tin can. <laughs> now <laughs> that I not even that Grant would be like, okay, no. Goat Roxanne is grazing out of the fridge. I need more zinc. <laughs> it looks at you, asks, how did you open the fridge with those hooves? Turn back into human Roxanne. Show him your hands. Turn back into goat Roxanne. <laughs> Resume Use my horns. <laughs> the, the can never leaves your mouth the entire time. Even in human form. Christ. Okay, okay. So, you asked where did it go. So, the bad news is, and this is actually going to kind of partially cover Grant's thing. You can tell... You know, based on the photograph that Magpie showed you, it was raining when this thing was sighted. So, whatever footprint... Like, and, and it's December in Southern California, and it's the last month of the year and the first, like, two are the only times a year when we get rain, but it rains like a motherfucker. So, whatever footprints or scratch marks on the ground, whatever. It's all been washed away. You do, however, Roxanne, with your incredible, magical, goatee eyes, detect some broken branches through these little short, scrubby trees all over the ground. That's about the best you've got right now. They seem to be leading anywhere? Or leading from anywhere? Leading from where you are. I guess you can follow them. I'll give you a partial following of them without an act under pressure, but eventually you're going to have to give me a cool roll to follow them. Uh, how about I roll cool, and then uh, Colin gets to ask his question. That sounds good. Don't forget, okay. Roxanne, you do have one more hold, because you got right. a 10. You got a 10. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hold on to it for now. I want to see what Colin wants to ask. Well, okay. I mean, mine mine was going to be was being concealed here, and like I, but I might want to change it depending on what information we get from this cool roll. <sighs> okay, so... The cool roll, what you get out of it is you follow it, you follow the trail through the brush and the trees, and you find something of a nest. It's on the ground, and it's just like a pile of shit. Like, it's it's not made out of nice things, it's twigs and some scraps of cloth and a few bits of metal. But this is definitely, like, a nest for a creature. And it's not a bird's nest on the ground. All right, we have a bird. You can identify that for us. <laughs> so maybe the creature has been denning here? 
Maybe it migrates. That's what you're getting out of the nine. Is you're you're getting a worse result, a worse outcome, that it's not here, but maybe it has been coming back to here from wherever it's been going. Cool. Well, and that act that actually does not change the question I want to ask. So, um, what is being concealed here? Is there anything here that will help us? Like, figure out more about this thing, or where it goes, or, like, what even, like, dimension it's from. You don't get anything out of that. I think what I'm going to give you is that the... The nest is weirdly empty. For a creature this size, like, it's taller than... A car, not a van. It's not taller than Steiner's van, but it is taller than, like, a sports car. You would expect to see bits of food or something. Maybe some rinds of some fruit, or if it's carnivorous, uh, bones from animals. But there's no remains of food in the nest. So, three possibilities then, at least that I can think of. One, this is very, this is extremely very recent and it hasn't had a chance to do anything like that. Two, it doesn't need to eat because of weird magical stuff. Or three, that it's just extremely, extremely tidy and it, like, it has a place where it puts those things somewhere else so that way it doesn't have to, like, Those are the three that immediately jumped to my mind. There might be something else that I'm missing, but in my mind, that's where I'm going with this. Could be. So, having found the monster's nest, and having maybe identified some aspects of it, what do you do, players? Uh, I guess now would be a good time to use that other hole. All right. I wonder if I could get, like, any clue what sort of creature it is from looking at its nest. Examine its scat, determine its diet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no scat. It has no butthole. Hmm. <laughs> could be. Yeah, it has a cloaca. We have evolved beyond the use of buttholes. Alien, and that's why they come here and probe our butts because they're like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> what, <laughs> what is this thing? This whole what does war? it do? What is its purpose? Why does it smell so bad?" Please, you think an alien that has evolved no that has evolved no asshole wouldn't evolve, would evolve away its nose too? Wouldn't evolve away its nose too? So, can you glean anything about what sort of creature it is? Not really? It's... it's bizarre. So, so I'll, what I'll give you is this. It isn't behaving too much like a fey creature. Because, you know, fey creatures are either, like, people that are problematic in some way to the courts, or they're animals that are problematic in some way to the courts. You know, it made a nest, but it isn't acting too much like an animal. It just seems to be bedding down here. 
but also by and large Deadlands creatures don't bed down. They're just kind of like, uh, excepting the rare occasions where they're actually intelligent, they're generally just kind of like mindless instinctual monsters try to hurt and kill. So this, this thing is exhibiting highly atypical behaviors for either dimension. There isn't really much you can glean beyond that. Weird. Hmm. So, we might be dealing with the rare, actual ass cryptid. An ass cryptid. <laughs> so, with that bit of information now, it's the three of you, plus Blackbird, plus Damerol. What would anybody like to do? Just thinking. Um, oh. I feel like I've got an easy answer. Alright. No, no, I don't know the specific time, so I couldn't do that. I was thinking, couldn't I scry a person, place, or time? But I would have to know what time to scry, I guess. I've generally allowed you to set ranges. Hmm. Sort of like fast forward through them, yeah. I mean, if it's a nest, it probably comes here at night, so, like, could I use magic to scry this place? Uh, that photo, if that photo came with a, with a with coordinates on it, did it have a timestamp, uh, also? That seems like a reasonable thing to declare to be true. So I, I don't know, like try a couple hours surrounding that time if I could. Okay. Uh, give me a roll. G give me the use magic roll. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, doesn't Grant have the better help out? Yes, Grant does have the better help out. It's never really come up, but uh, I do have this. Hmm. Oh. Let's see if let's see if we can have the better help out. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll basically chime in and like help her cast the spell, not by guiding her, but like actually trying to like cast the spell and boost the effects with her. Just advice about scrying. Oh wait, no, it's not. It's not. It's not weird. It's uh, cool. Cause I'm helping out. Yeah. Be really funny if you fuck this roll up. Nine. A nine. Okay. So that turns into a seven. Oh well, there goes my experience. Rip. Roxanne, you do get a glitch, though. Oh, yes, yes. My glitch. Um. Well, since I didn't miss, this actually does affect me. I just want to take on harm, honestly, right now. Okay. I would like to take the most boring result. <laughs> And I believe you get a plus one forward for using magic. I do. Alright. It is so noted. Cool. Paint me a picture, O oh storyteller. <sighs> okay, so you cast your magical eyes backwards a couple of hours. And just flick back and forth as though through a film reel. Out of curiosity, how does Roxanne scry? Because Grant has his specific method. I'm wondering if Roxanne has a special way of doing it. Oh, um, I mean, she has um, she has extra eyes. So, uh, 
it's a very, it's kind of a subtle thing, but it literally just like what she sees is reflected back out of her eyes, and she can just sort of see the thing she's scrying because she has special mm. eyes. You see, <laughs> even your brand. When she, even when she's human, her eyes are technically still kind of special. Because <laughs> I all do right, know I right. have done this before while human. Or did I? It doesn't matter. No, on that boat, you I think I wasn't human at the time. It doesn't matter. Like, you can yeah, hold whatever. it to be true. <sighs> so, as you scan through... You see this weird little hoobajube come back to its nest, and now you can get a better look at it. It does look very ooby and jooby. Yeah. From uh, from your closer perspective, now you can see a bit more. The reason why its head was sort of bird skull shaped is that it, it has a kind of like protruding... Uh, Beak, almost. Yeah, except in, instead of just like a snappy bird mouth, it is. It, it kind of peels back a bit to these huge, gnarly teeth. And its eyes are wide and empty looking. Its skin is kind of scri- strange. It looks scaly, but like big scales, like leaves almost. And it's legs you couldn't quite tell from the original image but it's legs like stick out sideways almost like instead of going straight down they're at almost 90 degrees from the torso it walks in a really weird way and it stalks out of the underbrush in your eyes and just sits in its little nest and goes distressingly still. It might not even be breathing with how still it is. But then at one point in your vision, it like full body jerks and seems and looks to the left at something and then gets up and leaves. Did it leave in the direction we came from? Yeah. Okay. Or or more specifically, the direction of the coordinates from the picture. Right. Which is where you all started your investigation. I just assumed that's where we would have started from. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually it comes back and sits back down and it doesn't look any different. And then it's just kind of there for the rest of your vision. And then at some point, your scrying terminates and it hasn't moved from that spot since that time. Oh, that's freaky. Cat, is this based off of a real California? This is, in fact, the Riverside Bridge Monster, a real mm-hmm. ass California cryptid. I thought cool. you were going to say real California animal for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is a California completely fucking still owl. <laughs> I mean, when you described the legs, I knew it was a cryptid because cryptids always have weird, like, physical features that sound dumb as hell. <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, that is kind of like a cryptid thing. It is. It is. Uh, the Snallygaster looks completely ridiculous, but is also like giant bird that just eats cats.
cows whole. I believe that's two, three. This is my third cryptid enemy monster. There, there is the fourth, which is Milo, but Milo is not the enemy. So no, M- Milo is not the enemy. Milo is a is a good kitty cat. Yeah, distressingly friendly for one so sharp, but a good cat. So you have successfully identified this as the creature's nest and it does come back here and is weird it doesn't seem to do much of anything while it's here in your vision it wasn't like eating or grooming it was stone still Hmm. so how would you all like to proceed now Oh, actually, I do have a detail I would... Oh, wait, no, it was raining, so that won't... I was going to ask for a detail, but I realized it was raining. I was going to ask, was it wet? But obviously it was, because it was raining in that picture, therefore it was raining while I was trying. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Uh, Well, I guess we can wait here until nightfall and wait for it to show up, but that seems like a poor waste, a poor use of time. And also, we don't know that it's necessarily going to come back to this nest. It might move. Yeah. Steiner, would you like to do anything? <sighs> Claymores? Claymores. What? <sighs> I mean, if it's going to come back to the one spot... <laughs> oh, God! Steiner, there's at, on at, on one Is hand. Is person? We're not violating any laws. Well, actually, we are violating several, several laws. laws, actually. But I was, I was saying, on the one hand, that's horrible. On the other hand, it's a brilliant. Yeah, like it's a really good idea, honestly. I didn't hear what it said. Claymores. Oh. <laughs> I feel like if we detonate claymores in the middle of the city, we're going to have cops. Or worse, the DHEA. Fine. I mean, at least with the DHEA, I I would say that the cops are worse, because at least with the DHEA, we can explain that it was a monster. If we explain that it was a monster to the cops, they're just going to look at us like we're even weirder. Yeah, then the DHEA will show up. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not poo-pooing the Claymore I'm not, idea. I'm not poo-pooing Claymores. If you have Claymores, then... I'm just saying, like, is there something similar but more subtle? Spike it? <laughs> Maybe too subtle. <laughs> that does involve you digging a rather large hole. Yeah, none of us have Earth magic. Well, if I can't use the Claymores, I may as well use them to dig. <laughs> <laughs> Could we, like, dampen the sound from... Okay, I really like this idea, but I feel like it's not going to work. (laughs) Really, the answer to most monsters should be high explosives. (laughs) It worked that one time. Yeah? It worked really well that one time. I don't know why we never did it again. (laughs) I keep extremely accidentally setting you into situations where you can't. (laughs) I'm willing to try it. We could work on a 
Can we, like, kinda... dampen the light and sound from a claymore? I mean, we could definitely try and dampen the sound at the very least. There's ways to do that. I say knowing full well what we got into during those shenanigans, uh, well, in Baltimore. I'm not sure what you're referring to. The one, the one we literally just did where we did the, the oh. sound bubble. Yeah. The one that we did while he wasn't, was, uh, yeah. not here. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, like, my first inclination is that if it's going to come back to the same spot, we can we just, we like... definitely lay a trap for it. Yeah, we set a trap, least. and then we just... Just unload on the thing. Well, that's a viable option. If you guys are good to just blow the whole day on waiting for it to come back. Well, we also don't have... We don't know the weakness. Yeah, that's an issue. We need to figure out the I mean, weakness of this thing. If we use enough explosives, we don't need to know the weakness. <laughs> it's not perfectly true. Maybe its weakness is being blown up with claymores. <laughs> claymores. I want you to know the weakness was high explosives. <laughs> I want ah. you to know that originally I, I redid this hunt at a certain point, but originally the weakness of this monster was and I have this on my monster roster Excel document, just fucking bullets. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, being reduced to my constituent components, my one weakness. <laughs> Being turned into fucking paste is what kills me. Who would have thought? High-speed <laughs> no, impacts weakness. of small metal. My god, how did you know? <laughs> uh, anyway, let's... So, again, if you guys are good to just blow the entire <sighs> day and wait till nightfall, yeah, you could go back to Steiner's lab and assemble some proximity mines or whatever sure nah I feel like we should probably figure out you know like as much as I like the idea of turning this thing into a fine red mist settling on the desert floor I mean, this is technically what I'm here to do we probably should also figure out like how to permanently kill it and if this thing's like an actual cryptid we can probably dig up some info yeah, I, like, I was literally about to say, uh, while Steiner is driving back to his place, I'm going to get on Google and see if there's any stories about the River Bridge monster. Like, one of us is going to hit the library, and the other is going to hit up Uncle Larry's completely illegal fireworks. <laughs> I mean, Roxanne can teleport, and also we have two other people, so, like, one of us can stay behind and keep looking for clues, maybe, if that's going to be helpful. Probably. You know Blackbird is an exceptional scout, if you point her in that direction. Oh, I would definitely do that. And I would stay with Blackbird just to make sure that if this thing uh, jumps her, then I have a, then uh, she has someone here as backup. I mean, I was saying that I was going to stay behind. Oh, that's it. That works. But, Being like, the person thought... that can be anywhere. Anywhere-ish. I mean, you're the one with the library, Steiner's the one with the workshop. I True. just figure I'm making uh, use of my abilities. True. 
I mean, honestly, I probably don't have to go back to the lab. There's a town right there, right? Yeah, you're in Riverside. Riverside is not L.A. metropolitan, but it is a significant city in Southern California. Yeah, I'm a relatively decent chemist. I can probably whip something up. Staying within city limits here. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, so... So it sounds like Steiner is rolling that one move that he hasn't gotten the opportunity to use in a while. Yay. Destructive genius. Destructive genius. Destructive genius. All right, let me see. I roll plus weird. Come on, baby. Daddy needs some high explosives. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Twelve. All right. Two harm, magic, close, loud, one use, and you can pick two from the list below. Those being maybe used up to three times, add plus one harm and area, add plus two ar- harm, messy, and heavy, add fire and armor piercing, add plus four harm, messy, heavy, and it blows up for two harm area, and add healing and messy. Well, worked really well last time, so let's go with fire, armor piercing, and plus four harm, it blows up. Okay. I mean, it worked last time. It worked real well last time. Yeah, okay. So, that's six harm magic. Magnesium, potato chips, (laughs) and hungry. Now, I do want you to recognize, Steiner, that the fire tag can be problematic in the brush. Yeah. Hey, it just rained. It should be fine. Fine. Healing and messy. That'll be interesting. (laughs) Huh. No. I feel like that wouldn't actually kill it. (laughs) I feel like that would, in fact, heal it for six harm. Alright, well, I just... Can I change class to, like, battle medic? (laughs) (laughs) Just throw high explosives at heal people. Uh, no, but actually, uh, hold on. Yeah, Colin, I'm, I'm still, we're still working this out. But actually, are you? What are you gonna pick here? You know, the other ones are boring, and I like armor piercing. I mean, if you're willing to deal with fire being a problem, it did just rain, but also this is going to be magic fire because it automatically comes with the magic tag. Magic fire could be a little bit of an issue, yeah. So it's down to, like, do I want to hit this thing really hard and have to deal with even potentially a really big problem? Or do I want to just, like, dampen my opening salvo, but also not set the desert on magical fire? I would prefer you don't set the desert on magical fire. (sighs) What's he going to do, make it hot? Every party needs a pooper. (laughs) Actually, how about that? Uh, you know what? I might be able to offer you something if you give me a sharp roll. Okay, sure. Watch its weakness just be fire. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so... Based on the shape of this thing, and you know, it's a magical creature, so circumstances might wind up proving otherwise, this thing doesn't look bulky. 
This doesn't look like a tough monster. So I want to do like a shape charge? So what I'm saying is that adding two harm to your shot might wind up being equivalent to armor piercing. Yeah, okay. All right. I won't set, you know, the desert on unquenchable fire. Thank you. As rad (laughs) as that would be. As fucking wild as that sounds. Like, Grant is just there going, No, Steiner, I'm not supposed to be the reasonable one. Don't set the desert on fire. Look, if Steiner wanted to set the desert on fire, he could just put, he could just light his crown up and just <laughs> stick his head in a bush. <laughs> yeah, fine. We'll go with uh, also the two harm. I want to point out that I would have mentioned what I'd been told that, uh, you know, each time we meet it, it's going to be stronger or worse somehow. So, like, different, I think the wording was. It's going to be different, right? Like, no, also, I... Worse. Stronger oh, okay. and worse. Its, signi- its capabilities will be significantly improved, is what she was told. Is this going to be a thing where we're going to have to kill it a different way every time? Is it the You'll board? find out when you get there. It, anyway, it so is definitely is be, not the Borg. Let's see, two... Eight harm. Hold on, no, it's... Starts at two, add plus yeah. two, and then is add plus four. Ten, because there's the extra two harm area. What? Yeah, add four harm, heavy, messy, and it blows up for two harm area. Yeah, the, the explosion is two harm area. Okay, so anyone, anything that we caught in there is just going to take too hard. Yeah. I will, I'll probably make that a little bit higher, but we'll see. So it's like a shaped charge. Like, the main damage is going to be, like, to the thing, but anything that would be happening to standing, say, like, three feet to the left would take too hard. Yeah, you're probably going to annihilate the poor little tree that its nest is built under. I'm assuming oh. you're just going to plant this thing in its nest. Well, scrap this fucking plan. <laughs> Alright, so you have your fucking claymore, Steiner. If I'm not on a watch list already, I am now. (laughs) You're an engineering professor. You are already on a watch list. Grant, what are you doing? Um, I was going to, uh, research a big magic to make the claymore not loud. I was going to try and, like, mitigate the sound that the claymore would make and thus would cause people to call the police because an explosion just went off near the bridge. Alright. Um, so let me look at big magic guidelines. Obviously this is going to require a use magic roll. Okay. Hmm. I feel like this I feel like a sound dampening spell would be wouldn't be that complicated. So it's not gonna take too many things. Here's the issue though, Grant. So some a, a complication I'm going to throw at you is if you set up like a soundproof zone and the monster just wanders into it. If it has ears that can hear, it's probably going to notice that it sound has been cut off. 
Right. Uh, that's that's why I was going along the lines of like the bubble, like a sound bubble. Like it it would be like a very small frame of not being able to hear anything, and like depending on how fast it's moving, it might not even notice that. Okay. So if you're Just keeping put a it sign pretty that says small, this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll work. It's modification of the mind your own business field. And nothing about what's going on here is weird. Move along. Just the gaslight spell. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, one third of the holy triad. We just need to find the girl boss spell and the gatekeep spell. (laughs) I think gatekeeping is on the default list. Trap a specific person in your monster. Okay, but what's the girl boss spell? Ashley, you just call her. Call her what? A girl boss. Because I can think of a few things. On the phone. Um. So, Grant, are you going back to your workshop to do this, or are you just staying put? Um. It depends on if Roxanne is willing to teleport me there and also back. Because if uh, if we're sticking around the town, I don't want to be away from them too long. I can try. I will make you roll for it. I knew you would. Don't forget to get a plus one. Wait, weren't you, you know, hanging out with Blackbird? Yeah, around the nest. And Grant could be just like, hey, sis, can you send me home? need to get some stuff. And then I will text you when I'm ready to come back. <laughs> Time for everything to go wrong. Time for Never everything mind, to go... I no, a 12. actually... Never mind, you roll a 12. Okay, Never so you mind. can go back to your workshop. That means that you are going to be good to go to get whatever sort of weird ingredients and supplies I would require of you. Mm-hmm. Alright, and then also I get... Uh, get plus one it's a simple spell so it's not going to take a lot of time you're not really going to need to experiment with it I I wish we did more big magic because I feel like experimenting having to experiment with a spell and having it go wrong and having to deal with the fallout of it going wrong multiple times would have been a fun thing that's a shame Oh man, maybe I'll do that right now and like Grant can't be heard by anyone for like six hours. <laughs> Accidentally silenced himself. Colin, would you be cool with that? Because that sounds yeah. real fucking funny to I, me. Honestly, yeah. Like, uh, no, let's go. Let's do it. I, I'm fine with that. As long as, <laughs> as long as the text message to uh, to Roxanne can uh, can go through. And then, like, I just start talking, and they're like, and nothing is no, heard. It's like, would... <laughs> it's like the fucking adults from Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Your even better. trombone no. interferes. You are heard, but not understood. <laughs> okay, that's, that's funny, but I like this better. Grant fucks up attaching the silence spell to whatever sort of totem he's going to create and accidentally attaches it to himself so you can only hear him <laughs> if you are within 
the spell's range, so you have to, like, stand six inches from him in order to hear his voice at all. Okay, but then it would just be useless, because he can't be six inches from the claymore when it goes off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that, no, the the grant and the silent spell are two different things. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the, they are both happening spell. simultaneously. Got it. Okay, yeah, I, I do enjoy that, yes. Excellent, okay. Uh... Okay, so with with that in mind, that little bit, that fun little bit of comedy, uh, you can now give me the use magic roll. Okay, so I get my mystical library, which gives me plus one. I mm-hmm. imagine I would have enough time to use um, your tome, my tome, so I can get another plus one, and then I get a plus one for my arm. So I'm rolling at a plus six. Jesus what I'm saying Christ. is, I I don't think I'm going to fail. Can't you fail. S- the, the least I can get is an 8. Yeah, I mean, that'll still be a glitch that you have to deal with. Yeah, but uh, I got a 13. Okay. You rolled You're surprisingly low for all of those bonuses. Yeah, you really... <laughs> that's not anything to be overly proud no. of. No, no, it's not. But also, at the <sighs> same time, like, I rolled a 7. It's like powerlifting with an exosuit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you did that, sure. I can't think of any cool, nice bonus effects to give you right now, so I'm just gonna give you an extra forward. Okay, fair enough. So I get two from that, uh, from that thing? Yep. Okay. I forgot I have two person with a whole plan holes, yeah. Yeah, don't forget about those. Now, Roxanne, well, the menfolk are getting their shit together. And you are playing taxi service. Yeah. And also just kind of hanging out with Blackbird and Damerol. Uh, Blackbird's gonna go scouting. How's about you make a roll for me? Okay. For Blackbird's scouting. Essentially, roll okay. me investigate a mystery for Blackbird. Alright. Just... Using my stats, I guess? Yep. Alright. Blackbird got a 7. Okay. So. I think the purpose of this is to ask the question, where did it go? Yeah. Where did it go, or where is it coming from? Because I feel like the answer to where did it go is, it went into the river. (laughs) Well, the river doesn't really exist. You are standing in the riverbed right now. It's dry as hell. It was a river, and sometimes is a river, but it's not currently a river. Yeah. Even with the fresh rain, it's uh, there, there's puddles and not much else. So, you know, Blackbird perches in a tree and closes their eyes and concentrates and just one or two at a time birds come in and perch on his shoulders he seems to talk to them and then send them off and he's just like staring at the sky in a real blank way and eventually he perks up and is oh 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 I found it like right now yeah where is it 
just kind of points in a direction. It's just kind of walking in circles. Seriously? Yeah. Circles aren't small. It's, it's a big loop, but it's not going anywhere. It's just kind of walking around. Okay. I'm gonna text the others. Blackbird found it. Hmm. I reply with, I hope it's not too close to its nest because I found a way to make it to make the explosives quiet. No, it's wandering in circles and I'm I was gonna say I was gonna observe it, but I don't wanna disturb it and spook it from its nest. Plus, you know, I could always just scry it. So I'm not really sure what to do with this information. Like, we know where it is. I mean, you know where it is, and also you'll know when it starts heading back to its nest, because Blackbird can just keep watching it. Yeah. That's important, but, like, I don't know what to do actively with this information, I guess is what I'm saying. Hmm. Not everything has to be active, I guess. I mean, you can ask Blackbird questions about it, if you can think of any to ask. I mean, like, just like a tight little, just a tight circle? Is it just No, it's a big one. It's, it, and it's not like a circle circle is a kind of meandering oval. It's just kind of wandering around. It's, it's treading roughly the same ground. Is it looking for something? Is that a question you ask? Um, I mean, I guess, like... Actually, you know, I do have a question. Does it, like run into any, like, animals, like rabbits or anything, and does it respond to them? Uh, Blackbird spent some time observing it, and he tells you that outside of his birdie friends, no animals seem to be approaching it. They all seem to be giving it a pretty wide berth. I just kind of want to see what it does. Huh. You could ask Blackbird to send a bird in. Yeah, but I don't want to hurt one of Blackbird's bird friends. Look, I already killed that crap. My conscience is heavy enough as it is. <laughs> Alright, so you're just going to leave it alone then? It's either that or I don't know, like, approach it myself. So, yeah, unless, unless anything else happens... That's, uh, that's the best I got right now. Just, like, does it look like it's searching for something? Like, I guess it's probably searching for prey. Doesn't actually seem to be. According to Blackbird, it spends half the time just staring aimlessly at the sky while walking, and half the time just kind of, like, looking at whatever. Fuck. Did you just have if the same just, thought I did? I mean, like, it's just been... If it's been just doing this in the desert for, like, 50 years, why have they had so much trouble finding it? Pretty Where has it, it been? Hasn't. Why is it back now? Oh, excellent questions. I wish I was not the only person who could not see ghosts right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I was going to say, hey... 
I wonder if there's anything weird and ghosty going on right now. Well, I mean, Grant and Steiner both can finish up their business and come back before dark. Yeah, like Didn't I, I literally I, give you a pair of ghost goggles at one point. Did you? I don't recall that. I think I gave everyone a pair of ghost detecting glasses or something. During I think hunts. it was night vision goggles she handed out. Hmm. I I genuinely don't remember. I remember something like that, but I don't remember what the quality of the frames were. I'm afraid it has passed beyond memory, even mine. Wait, other angels can like put things in your uh, hammer space, right? Uh, at least one of them can. Cool. Uh, can I find, like, a non-public space and call Cam? <laughs> yeah, sure. Just, you call Gregory, ask if Cam can come talk to you real quick, and then he is just in front of you. Um, hi. Uh, I need just a small favor. Can you put uh, these goggles in Roxanne's hammer space thing? I don't know what she, that's just what she calls it. I don't know what it actually is, but... Is that a doable thing? Uh, not, not for me, but I can get someone to do it, yeah? I would very much appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, alright. <laughs> I mean, I could just teleport to Steiner and go get it, too, but this is good. You know, let's keep doing this. <laughs> well, if you, like, move, you might startle it. I'm not, I'm not near it, but yeah, okay. No, no, let's keep doing this stupid thing. Cam vanishes from you, Steiner, and then... There's just a couple minutes of radio silence, and then Roxanne, there's something in your hammer space now. I pull whatever it is out of my hammer space. <laughs> it's a bomb! It's... <laughs> oh no. Oops, that was the claymore by mistake. Oh no. <laughs> it's a live scorpion. You take ten scorpion. points of damage. <laughs> Subtract armor. Uh, I think that just kills her. I think that puts her on death's door. But no, Roxanne, it's Steiner's goggles. I put them on and I guess tried to put them in ghost mode. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fiddle with it. End up blinding myself by putting it in night vision mode. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, you have a bunch of other eyes you can look through. Uh, well... I don't know if Roxanne has ever actually seen the ghosts that are around here in Southern California. I feel like I have not. Huh. Well, for the first time, you get to see them. And, uh, well, they are... There's not a ton of them around here. You know, Grant has told you that the numbers vary. Sometimes there's none, sometimes there's one, sometimes there's... I don't know, ten, maybe. In this one spot, there's like a couple thousand of them. But around here, I don't know, two, three? No more than ten. And they're just kind of scattered around. They are dressed in a way that now you can understand based on all of the research and all the things you have learned. It's a bunch of natives from 5,000 years ago from North, Central, and South America. They are dressed as warriors would be from back then. Right. Period accurate dress. Um, Yeah. 
God, it just fucking occurred to me. Like, I don't know how this slipped my mind uh, the whole time. Well, A, like, I want to know, do any of these ghosts look more recent than any of the other ones? Nope. Okay. And B, I realized that, like, if there was a truck there, there was probably a person in it. Someone had to have taken that picture. Yeah? Like, what the fuck happened to that person? Like, why didn't I scry that spot and see what the fuck happened? It's a good-ass question. I probably God. didn't mention any fucking bodies or anything. Yeah, so they must have gotten away. Yeah. But, like, what did that thing do when it saw a person? Who knows? Hey, can I cast a spell? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sure. I, I want to see what happened, where the picture was taken. I am using... <laughs> I, I'm casting a spell. See, I didn't think of anything of the picture because it looked like an old car. And you said the last time this thing was spotted was in 1950. Got another set. So I assumed that that was a car from, like, the 1958, and, like, I wasn't even thinking that it was... Like, car shows exist. I, uh, glitch? True, some, yeah. people, some people just like retro cars. Yeah, what's your glitch? Yeah. Um, I don't want to take another harm, mostly because I just don't want to take another harm. The effect is... You know what, it's either weakened or of a short duration. I... Take your pick. Whichever sounds more interesting to you. Okay. So you stand right about in the spot where the image was taken. You cast your eyes back to that time again and watch what it looks like. It's, it's this retro-ass car that pulls up down here in the middle of the night and you can see that there are two people in the car and then I presume you like shift your eyes so that you don't see them make out in the middle of the night under a bridge because that's what starts happening okay some some people making out under a bridge yep in the car motor is kept running alright and then out of the brush comes the Hoopa Tube. And it kind of stalks up to the car, and its head is like tilting back and forth like an exceptionally confused cat. And at one point, it, it gets so close that the two people in the car like start and freak out. You can see them scrambling inside, and it gets a little closer to the front passenger door and it starts making like clawing motions at it and this thing does have claws on it that look kind of dangerous and the two of them the two people bail out of the car and just like start hauling ass away and one of them turns around and whips out a cell phone and takes a picture and you can see the other one like screaming at the picture taker to don't fucking stop. Keep moving. 
and they oh. run and, and they pass out of your range of sight and the Riverside Bridge monster just kind of like like stares at them and stares at the car and like pokes at the car a bit and then eventually just kind of like gets bored and leaves back in the direction that you know its nest is and then if you keep your eyes there long enough the two of them do come back and retrieve their car can I see the license plate number? yes I mean there's nothing I could get I would really get out of like talking to them because I basically saw exactly what happened but yeah you can get it if you want it yeah I just feel like it feels like information I want to know just in case I don't know Okay. Huh? You have it. Cool. Huh. Okay. I wonder what the what the weakened effect or short duration of, a, of that was then. Weird. Oh well. Weird. Weird so do you like relay this information to the yeah. rest of the... The weakened, okay. by the way, is that you didn't get any sound in that whole thing. It was all silent. I have a question. Has this thing ever, like, attacked anyone ever? Do there have, like, is there any records of this thing ever attacking somebody? I mean, you can ask Magpie. Yeah, I'm just gonna fire off a text to Magpie. Like, has this thing actually ever done anything? <laughs> this look kind of freaky. <laughs> I feel like we're about to make a really bad mistake here. I, think, I feel like we're about to <laughs> blow up an innocent monster. Okay, well, what you get back from Magpie is that no, it hasn't, there are no bodies or injuries connected to this monster. It's just, it's been something that's sort of, it was sighted back in 1958, and then never again, and it's just been this, like, mystery hanging over the ravens this whole time, and now it's back. So Magpie and Emery want to know about it for that reason. I mean, we just kind of like assumed we came out here to kill it or something. Like, we're just like, to be hey, fair, oh, let's get this mystery thing. Thanks. I'm gonna blow it up. Well, to <laughs> be fair, the things is also they have tried to kill us, except for Morton. Yeah, Morton's the only thing that has not tried to kill us. Well, here's the, the thing. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. True, it hasn't enacted harm on anybody to anybody's knowledge. However, Roxanne was given a mission. And the Blind Air doesn't just fucking do things just because. Okay, just... Were we informed of that mission, though? I, I feel like I would have told okay. you. I... Wait. I wouldn't keep it a secret. I would have said that, you know, I got some angel business. I got an angel business visit, and I have to destroy every part of it. I'm going to ask this in character. Oh, sure. What was the exact wording of the mission? Every aspect must be destroyed. Yes, did it specify specifically the thing that we are going after, or. Everything related to the thing you are going after today must be destroyed. Does that mean like pictures? Presumably the thing is related to itself. 
what exactly it means will become clear eventually. But okay, I'm just for I'm now. Little, I'm a little hesitant because this thing's apparent reaction to people was, oh hey, that's neat. Bored now, gonna keep walking. To be fair, it never got within arm's reach of people, so you have no idea what it would do if it did. But yeah, it, it doesn't seem, at the very least, hyper-aggressive. But Roxanne has been informed that it's kind of important to fucking annihilate this thing and everything connected to it. Do we have to kill the teenagers, too? <laughs> They're not connected to it. They saw it. That's not That's a connection. <laughs> Shut up, you know what I mean. Alright, alright, I just... It's just... If you're sure, because it... Yeah, alright. I mean, I'm just giving you information. You guys proceed how you like. You are the players here. I mean, I have not had any of these thoughts. I'm still presumably getting my stuff ready, so... Yeah, Blissfully right. unaware. I'm <laughs> less enthusiastic about the exploded plan, but I'm still going with the exploded plan. If, like... Excellent. If Crystal Boy says I gotta blow him up, I'll blow him up. <laughs> Is this another problem that we're gonna have to solve by throwing it into the, uh, into the gate toward to Elysium? Another problem? It's happened once. Yeah, yeah we've also, that's... you know, blown something up once. Blow it up, scoop the remains, throw it into the Elysium gate. Problem solved. This is our new <laughs> modus operandi. <laughs> <laughs> it's quick, it's efficient. We only occasionally lose a teammate. <laughs> to be fair, we warned them not to step on the bomb, and they did it anyway. Sorry, what are you referring to? I was just making a dumb joke, like, just combine the explode them and then throw them into the Elysium Gate as just a problem solver. Like, we fuck figuring out the weakness, reduce it to little chunks, throw those chunks into oblivion. Done! Alright, alright, so... With all of this information and all of this preparation taken care of, what now? I will text Roxanne, uh, hey, my thing's done. I'm ready to come back. Yeah, I guess we got nothing better to do. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go get him. You want me to roll for it? Yes, please. Okay. Eight. Mm. I don't know how I would be able to help out. Yeah, <laughs> I also don't can't. know how you would be able to help out. Like, it's the, the. I have to go with the fucking story here. Like, I, I can't think of a way that I can be able to help this out, so I can't help out. Uh, I only have my one plus one to turn it into a nine, but that doesn't do me any good. Either you are all separated, or you all appear in the wrong place. Hmm. Hmm. What clever wrinkle can I introduce here? I'm not going to say what I'm thinking of. I'm going mm. to say what I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. Roxanne appears... Grant appears several miles in the wrong spot, doesn't know where he is, and has to try and hitchhike his, uh, his way to to there without being able to say anything. And he doesn't know that he has to say, he can't say anything. 
See, but the problem is, is that you have a phone. Oh, true. And phones have GPS. Roxanne ends up with his phone through teleporting shenanigans. <laughs> no, see, I, I, I don't want to make this a huge deal right now, but also... I do want to have a little bit of comedy here with Grant's inability to speak. So, uh, Roxanne, you show up back at the nest where you should. Grant, you are in an apartment you don't recognize. Oh. Uh. I ch- Okay, first thing I want to do is I want to get out of this fucking apartment before I figure out where I am, because that would be bad if I were to check where I was, and then the people who live here see me. Okay. So, you walk down the hall, and you turn a corner, and there is an exceptionally oh. large handgun in your hey. face. No, hold on, I was going to be sneaky about it. Like, I, was, I wasn't going to, like, just start walking Aren't crazily down. Like- Two pounds of metal? No. My ar- my armor is only up when I wear the Yeah, don't you have like I a studded jacket that you wear? I... I'm sure you jingle like a bag of coins, buddy. Any- <laughs> Not currently! Yeah, uh, he did say that, uh, that it's not what Grant is- Grant, like, took it off for a period of time, I think, especially, like, during the summer. No, no, well, yes, but also, like, part of the thing that you can't hear me is that, like, I would not be jingling. Oh, yeah, you did do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Which reminds me, you can't talk to people. Exactly, which is why this is funny. But also, I was trying to say, like, I would not just brazenly get out of there. I would assume, like, I'm going to be somewhat smart about it. I would like to roll, read a bad situation first. I mean, okay. That's nine, so I get two. One. One, okay. What's my best way out? I mean, either, I I guess, like, the bathroom window, if you don't want to just go out through the front door. All right. Is it possible for me to uh, to get out that way? Like, is is there like a screen or something blocking it? Yes, but those can be removed from the inside. Okay. Uh, I want to try and get out that way before I'm noticed. Okay. Roll. Act under pressure. And I get a plus one because I'm acting on my read a bad situation. Yep. Huh. Worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. So, it's a bit of a drop to get down out this way. If you do it, you are going to eat a harm. Otherwise, you gotta go through the front door. I will try to go through the front door, and I will play your game of getting a handgun shoved in my face. Okay. So, you you would open up the window, removed the screen, looked out, looked down, decided. Mm, mm. I don't just. I don't enjoy twisting my ankle. Thank you very much. No. I might have to fight a monster later today. 
What's my hobbling speed at these days? Do you bother to replace the screen? Yes. Okay. Well, then, that's how this works, is you take so long to replace the screen that the resident of the apartment, like, walks past the bathroom. You turn around, Ashley Arias is giving you a very unimpressed look. Congrats! You're the bathroom pervert forever! Grant Pervert Harrison. Uh, I, I raise my hands and I, I say I can explain, but what she hears is... No, no, it's nothing. Not here, damn thing. Pull out your phone. Just tell me to teleportation accident. Okay. What? How? Why? Well, okay, we were on a job, and I don't reckon, I don't realize that she can't hear me because I can hear me. Yeah, I'm within six inches of me. Yeah. Uh, so, so we were on a job, and I was trying to get my sister to teleport me to teleport me back. And sometimes that doesn't work out too well. And why are you looking at me like I'm like I have like three heads? What's going on? I can't hear you. Actually, you just teleported into my bathroom. <laughs> like, I found um, you in my bathroom. You understand why that's weird, right? <laughs> you understand? You, you, you get my level of concern. <laughs> okay, so, uh, she's... Can I hear her? Yes. Okay, I go, okay. You can't hear me. I, uh, hold up my finger as for one second... I pull out my phone, and I just tap out the explanation, and I hold it up to her so that she can read. Fucking OPSEC. Don't you have her fucking phone number? Why would I... Call her, dipshit! <laughs> no, I'm I'm holding the... <laughs> that would work. That would work. That, that would work? Yeah, your phone is within six inches of yourself. Okay, yeah, uh... <laughs> I, then, I didn't realize that's how it would work. Like, seriously? I didn't... Like, I didn't know. So, yeah, I'll pull out my phone, and I will call her. <sighs> Alright, the explanation again, and it better be real fucking good here, Harrison. Okay, so I was on a job, and, uh, the... I had my sister teleport me back to my place so that I could do a magic that would involve getting things to be quiet, which, obviously, somewhat weirdly backfired um and so i was trying to get her to teleport me back sometimes doesn't work a hundred percent so uh i ended up in your bathroom and i was trying to leave without trying to disturb the resident and that didn't work because your apartment is high up and i did not feel like breaking something trying to jump out you know, that's bullshit, but I know you too well to not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I get the reference. Just get the fuck out. Thank you, Ashley. I'll see you see Ashley, real like, lesson. Holding the bridge of their nose. Just, they yeah. pull out a whiskey bottle seemingly from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow for your magic lesson if I'm not busy 
being you know dead no. from this monster. We're, we're good. We're going to take a mulligan on the magic lesson. <laughs> we're going to reschedule that one. I don't want you in my house for at least ten days. Convenient. <laughs> Usually the magic lessons are done at my place, because, uh... You know what? I don't want to be in your house either. I just don't want to see or... I don't want to be reminded you exist for a while. Just go. Five days. Anyway, I... Anyway, I will leave. And I will text Roxanne. I was in Ashley's. I'm taking a taxi. I'll wait. How are you going to talk to the taxi driver? Nope. Pretend to be like, I can mute. Mute. Pretend to be mute, which is a thing that I actually am at the moment. For all things considered. See what I thought I'd for do. All, for all intents and purposes, I am currently mute. One of those deaf mutes. <laughs> no, not deaf. I can still hear. It's a reference. Oh. Alright, so with that little bit of chicanery out of the way, the team can reconvene at the bridge. What do you all do? So is this thing gonna, like, blow up on a button press, or...? Remote detonation, do you take me for a fool? Okay. I'm sorry, that was overly hostile, I'm just... No, I mean, that was actually perfectly within the bound. That was actually perfectly within the bounds of our relationship. I'm fine. Alright, sure. Alright, but yes, it's, remo it's a remote detonation. I don't like to leave these things to chance. That's good, because that's what I was hoping. Thumbs up! So y'all just gonna plant the charge, wait for it to come back? Did anyone remember to try to actually research this thing? Nope. That was a thing Colin was supposed to do. Grant was supposed to do. Uh, Grant pantomimes. I was going to do that, but then I got the magic thing instead. By that, he I mean, he probably end, ends up, like, talking through someone's cell phone to say that instead. Don't you have, like, an internet connection living in your goggles? <laughs> Roxanne also passes the goggles back to Steiner, I guess, at this point. Oh, it's... Alright. I was just gonna say, isn't that literally a move? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is like a local legend thing. So, yeah. Uh, I get a um, plus one forward to investigate the mystery as long as the info would be available online. Yeah. Because of Gregory. Because of Gregory. Because of my Sundroid. So, let's see. I guess we'll do that. Investigate a mystery. Yeah. Plus one word. Well, how about You've investigated the hell out of that mystery. <laughs> I wrote Wikipedia. I have an advanced. This is the one. This is what I actually have advanced. So yay. So yay. You are now the world's foremost expert on. Uh, All right. On the Huba Stank Monster. <laughs> the Huba Juba. <laughs> So, uh, okay, you can ask any two questions that you could reasonably get answered right now. <sighs> okay, let me think about this carefully. 
I need to be able, I need to use this internet search to figure out how to kill this thing permanently. <laughs> I will take suggestions, because you guys are also here. Is it, like, just from the uh, list of investigating mystery? No. No, it's, it's advanced. Um, 12 plus, you may ask oh. the keeper any question you want about the mystery, not just the listed ones. Okay. Uh, what the hell does it do? Yeah, let's just pull, like, every bit of general information I can find about this thing. <sighs> okay. So I'll give you this. I'll, I'll give you this. You find a story surrounding its original appearance back in 1958, is what you find. The appearance matches... The, the appearance of the creature now matches the appearance of how it was described back then round head, shiny fluorescent lights, protruding mouth, legs sticking out at weird angles, scaly, le scaly leaf-like body. The weird things that are in the story are, number one, it seemed to screw up the radio signal of the car. Last time it was encountered was also by a person in a car, and it the radio screwed up right before it came out of the underbrush and the driver of the car ran the creature over and then went to the riverside police and the police took out some bloodhounds and a couple of officers to go investigate they didn't find I a body I assume he said something other than I ran over a monster in the desert uh, I ran over some lanky hoopajoop underneath the Riverside Bridge. I might have killed it. I don't know. I th felt like it was going to attack me. Wait, Something did you like that. Call it a hoopajoop? I am. I am pulling that word from the cryptids.fandom.com original story of was the Riverside like Bridge monster. Like a slang? Like a I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's a. It's a thingamajig kind of slang. So yeah. they just called it that. No, I've just been calling it a hoobachoo because it's fun to say, and it's okay. on it this page. Yeah. It is very fun to say. Oh, yeah. I'm still going it's... to call it the hoop stank monster. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a hoobachoo, it's a thingamajig, it's a bobble you sniff. You know. Whatchamacallit. Yeah. That thing over there. Yeah. Um. So, again, the... Bloodhounds found nothing. The officers who went to go investigate it found nothing. The hood and the windshield were covered in scratches and smears. So this thing is able to scratch up metal. Well, yeah. It's not super impressive. I can do that with, like, a screwdriver or something. Okay, but not with your fingernails. If I grew this them thing... out, maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. This thing can do it with its fingernails. Like, how deep scratches? Like, surface scratches or, like, gouges? Anyway. <laughs> Somewhere... No, that's that's a relevant question. And it's between the two. It did, like, pierce the hood and mess up the engine. But it's it's the kind of thing where you could, like, stick your whole fingernail into the scratch and wiggle it around. Alright, so, like, people with armor are probably okay, and people made out of weird flesh stone are probably okay. 
Blackbird <laughs> probably should not get hit by this. Probably, definitely. Uh, the other thing worth noting is that it was sighted the very next night by another driver. Did he also call it a hoobachu? <laughs> Who knows? Was that popular slang back then? <laughs> I yeah, don't have me know. the hoobachu over there. Let me get the, uh... <laughs> I don't know why people in the 50s talk like that. I wonder that. if it's a regional thing. I can't Google I mean, it because the, I feel like I would just find the story and I don't want that. I mean the thing, Majig. You know, the, the, the one next to the Hoobajoob? That one. Yeah, that, that one. They, they, the thank whatchamacallit. You. The whatchamacallit. We need the whatchamacallit. I don't know why people in the 50s in California talk like that, but they do now. <laughs> so in addition to be a, being able to scratch somewhat through metal... It can also get hit by a car and be wandering around just fine the next day. Is what you get out of the story. I mean, yeah, people can do that. It's called it's called a PCP. <laughs> ah, we've discovered it—the PCP monster. I mean, it depends on your definition of fine. Are we sure this isn't just a dude on PCP with a skin condition? Probably just a deer, a fucked up deer. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm ready. Whenever you guys are, I yeah, think yeah. I, I think well, I, I got one more. Yeah. So like, got hit by car. This, this, wait, we're actually like, hold on. See, in the second encounter with the photograph, it was raining. Was it raining the first time too? Um, let me look at the story. The river was reported as overflowing. So, so probably. probably. Yeah. I wonder if that means anything. It's definitely not water, then. No. So I can't really pull any of your information that, like, hey, how do I kill this thing from an internet <sighs> search? Unfortunately not. It, it was reported as being harmed, being struck by a car, but that didn't kill it. Well, for second question, I just want a list of, like, every reported sighting, even, like, the ones that are probably not it, just over the years. I can put That's together it. like a possible timeline. That's it. That's it. That's it. So it has it hasn't been sighted since that incident. Showed up once fifty years ago on a rainy night, and then again, what was it like? Last night, basically. Last night, also raining. How often does it rain in that desert? Uh, Southern California gets rain. I want to say from like. Late November to mid-March? Okay, so more than once every 50 years. Yes, definitely. So that's probably not a correlation between rain and it appearing. It's just an interesting coincidence. Yeah. Alright, I have gleaned almost nothing useful from this. Uh, other than it, you know, hitting it with a car is not the weakness. And people who are not covered in or made out of metal should probably not go toe-to-toe with it. The other thing of note is, again, uh, it's, it's a minor detail, but its presence appears to disrupt radio signals. It's a Silent Hill monster. We're going to have to go s- solve a little girl's problems. <sighs> okay, so, let's, uh, are we all good to advance the timeline at this point? Yes. Yeah, That's right. Yes. Yeah, we're okay. just, like, browsing the Wikipedia article on this thing <laughs> while we wait. There isn't a whole lot there. It's, uh... 
Riverside Bridge, mo the Riverside Bridge monster is a pretty minor California cryptid. It does have a second name of the Brain Tickler of Riverside. What? Who named it that? <laughs> That's a good fucking question. That's a. What? I feel like that's you... a story that we need to have told to us. But... Unfortunately, you cannot find an answer on Wikipedia. All right. So, like, so, uh, so, first of all, are we all agreed that we're just going to call this thing the Hoobajoob? Yes. Yes, a thousand times yes. You can't hear me, but it, Grant, just looks very excited to call it a Hoobajoob. I think Grant wants to call it something else. No. <laughs> Right. Don't do this to me! Alright, let's, let's, let's get this right. fucking hoobachoo squared all, away. Uh, is anyone just kind of concerned that this thing seems relatively harmless and it's weird that um, we've been tasked to destroy it utterly and completely? I mean... Grant shrugs a bit. Like, this feels like this is either going to be a red herring and there's going to be a second, even more dangerous monster, or this thing's going to transform and tear us all to pieces. There's no way of knowing. We're just gonna have to fuck around and find out. <sighs> Alright. I mean, either we try to approach it and it is dangerous, and we, and we squander our uh, opportunity to kill it, or hurt it, or what, it's not dangerous, but something's gonna happen. Well, I didn't build a bomb for nothing. I mean, we have a bomb, you have to use it, you have to blow something up. Spend all this time and money building a bomb. I'm not just gonna fucking stick it in my back pocket. Got a pocket. perfectly good bomb exploding a hole in my pocket. <laughs> I mean, there are no okay. pumpkins to be seen, so I don't know. We'll just blow this monster up. If it'll ease your conscience, we could try approaching this thing normally, and then try the bomb if it turns out to be dangerous. I mean, I guess. Like, I don't think it's like <laughs> just set the bomb down. Just like wait till it gets into his nest. Hey, are you evil? Yes. Well, all right then. Boom. <laughs> Look, if it tries to kill us, we lead it over to the bomb. Uh, I lead it over to the bomb, and I make my disappearing act, and you blow it to kingdom come. I feel like that could go very, very badly. I'm kind of opposed to that. Well then. Are we doing it, gang? Are we making it happen? Yes. Yeah, I'm good with doing whatever. This has been like two and three quarters hours of mostly just fucking around, so yeah. Let's yeah just... it's, we've been fucking around, it is time to find out. Let's pop this fucking cork. <laughs> and by pop this cork, I mean explode the monster. We are going to spend quite a lot of time finding out from this point forward. Okay. So... I assume you're planting the bomb in its nest. <laughs> yeah, bomb has been planted. Okay. And then you all go find a hiding space. Blackbird is able to tell you the direction that it's coming from. So you are not going to have it just fucking walk on top of you while you're hiding. I plant a comically large box on top of its nest with a stick and a string attached. <sighs> And it 
And it's night by this point. It doesn't come back until after sundown. And it wanders into its nest and sits down and kind of like flinches as it sits down on the bomb and like turns its head to look at it. Uh, I gotta. I pressed the detonator. Okay. And there is a fucking eight harm explosion. So, you. There is the, the. You know, Grant has the little totem in place somewhere to put this in a soundproof bubble so you all don't hear the explosion happen. Uh, there is the, the flash of the explosion going off, and of course, dirt is kicked up. Fortunately for you guys, the area of effect explosion is only two harm, so you are all fine. <laughs> we stand there coolly and look at the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> and it kicks up a huge cloud of dust, and the monster comes sailing out of it, like with the explosion. The, it appears to be quite light, but the explosion is able to push it a considerable distance. And it hits the ground, and it is out of the soundproofing zone. And it it's in bad shape. It looks real fucked up. Its arms and legs and body are all mangled. It looks like a chunk's been taken out of its head. It is still alive. It's moving under its own power. And in fact, it, like, seizes up and screams, and the scream hits all of you. I need everybody to roll me plus tough. Okay, even with this, I still feel bad about that. Grant rolls an 8. Roxanne rolls a 10. I actually rolled a 10. Why? Because I have uh, two hold forwards that I can spending right now. Okay. If you really want to spend them now. I mean, I I can't get any more holds when I use magic until those go away anyway, so... Well, then it's only Steiner who is affected. Steiner, you are stunned. You don't take any harm. But you are, you just like, your vision swims, your body kind of seizes up. You can't move at the moment. I still feel bad about it, though. Like, even after that, like, that's a justified reaction to being huh. exploded when you're like, if I walked into my house and then I just, like, put my keys down and then I exploded, I would also probably scream because if I had, you know, still enough, like, body left yeah. to do so. Yeah, that's, that's a perfectly reasonable reaction. <laughs> it is trying to get up and you can see that the bits of it that have been exploded are very slowly regrowing. At the rate that it's regenerating, it probably won't recover from that by sunrise. Might even take it a full 24 hours. But it is regenerating. What does anyone do? I'm stunned, so nothing. Yeah, you're stunned, so you can't take actions right now. Uh, I don't want to get close to it, so I'm going to activate sword. See okay. how many t- let's see how much sword I can activate. Mercy kill. Uh yeah, pretty much. Uh I activate long sword. It's okay. it's got the uh, plus tag. Yep. And uh I'm gonna try and uh send my sword over and 
try and finish it off. Shh, only dreams. All right. Kick some ass. That's a 12. It's 12. Uh, What's your advanced effect? Uh, double damage. All right. That comes out to well, yeah, four harms. This is the right thing to kill. Okay. So, Grant, tell me, how do you end this thing's fucking life? Uh, the sword goes over and it very quickly, very cleanly, uh, as, as much mercy as I am trying to possibly afford this thing, just slits its throat. Okay. You can effectively decapitate this thing. Yeah. We're gonna find out later this is like the spring's the court best seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> so, you cut its head off and it goes completely still. Okay. I look at Roxanne, I'm like, do we throw it into the gate now, or...? I'm I mean, sure this was the right thing to get him. Hey, can I... Read a bad situation? Yeah. God, wait, no, I thought there was a question that was what I wanted. Yeah, okay, I'm just... I, I'm gonna roll read a bad situation. And I'll tell you the question I want to ask, because I only want one question. I just want to know, is there any dangers here we haven't noticed? Us? We are apparently monsters. We're the real <laughs> monsters. You're the real monsters. I'm All right. Monsters. So, a nine. So you get that one question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Okay. So, uh, what are you all doing? Are you all just, like, crouching in the bush? Are you getting out to examine the body? I'm still crouching in the bush. I don't I... know what would be best. I mean, I guess... I guess I would probably get out of the bush to, like... Check if it's still moving. Okay. So you get out of the bush and... Crouch down next to it, poke at it. It's quite still. Is it moving at all? There's no activity in the torso, there's no activity in the head. It appears, for all intents and purposes, to be quite dead. And even dissolving a little bit. Uh, but... In terms of are there any dangers you haven't noticed... Roxanne, there is a moment... Or you, 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 you have your preternatural speed, so you are able to react to it as there is suddenly a light behind you and your shadow elongates. Are we actually going to get abducted by fucking aliens? Um, what do you do? I guess I have to turn around and see what the fuck is behind me. Okay. I mean, I'm so, gonna, like, I, I don't know, like, dodge roll out of the way and see what the fuck just lit everything up. That's what I was looking for. Are, are you just gonna gormlessly turn around or are you gonna do a dodge roll? <laughs> I'm gonna perform a fuck. I'm gonna perform a fucking maneuver. Yeah, uh, roll me act under pressure. You get a plus one for your preternatural. S no, your preternatural speed is what's letting you dodge at all. So roll me act under pressure eight. to plus one. Okay. Oh, well, at a plus one, it's a nine. And I guess I could use my forward to make it a 10. Would you like to? Uh, sure. I feel like I'm dodging something. So yeah, sure. I'll use my plus one. Okay. Uh, the other plus one came from your read a bad situation roll. Right. To be clear. And, uh... You do, in fact, dodge roll as just this fucking laser streaks across the ground at you. Off the bridge. What? 
fuck. And you, you are close enough to the bridge to see what fired that laser. And it's a second one of them. It's the exact same monster that you just killed, except it fired a fucking laser at you. Is it holding something? (laughs) No, it is not holding anything. It tilts its head up and screams. Everybody roll me plus tough again. Ah, ding dang. I got an 11. Roxanne rolls an 11. Steiner rolls a 12. Grant, or Steiner rolls a 10. We were ready for it. Cool. We were ready for the scream. Not the laser, but the screaming. The laser's a little bit out of of left field. Yeah. So, it screams. You all are able to just thug it out, probably because you know that it's coming. You're able to toughen yourself against whatever sort of effect this is. And then it turns and starts to run north on all fours. What do you do? Tracking spell. You have to do this very quickly. So you are going to roll it at a minus two. Okay, so overall minus one one for- Yeah. uh, Oh, fuck, I think I understand what's going on. Seven, what's your glitch? I'll just take, I'll just eat a harm. I want this to work. Okay. So you you have a sort of ping in your mind. It's you don't see any images or anything, but you know like it's in this direction relative to me and it's about this far away. And it is hauling ass at the rate grant that you can tell it's getting away from you. It's like it's moving car speed. It's moving like 65 miles an hour, maybe more. Okay. And it's and it's accelerating. Okay. And your tracking spell does have a range on it. Of Yeah, so we have like an hour and a half before it gets away, probably less. Hey, I'm fast. You Wait, are fast. fast. You're probably not that fast, though. I think I understand what's happening here. And that is? The reason, Roxanne, you were told to com- destroy it completely. It didn't mean to, like, reduce it to nothing. They meant completely destroy it because it just comes back it can instantly it just okay yeah that makes sense let's get into your car and that's right you can't fucking hear me <laughs> grant grant at this point you can afford to turn the spell off okay yeah uh, that's right sure i turned the spell off i'm like okay we should probably get into the car it's running at like 65 miles an hour and my tracking spell only has a range of 100 miles I still don't feel good about leaving this one here. I'm going to... Fuck, I don't know. Uh, Throw it into the Deadland thing. The, the gate that destroys all uh, things. Completely. I do that? Yeah, I won't make you roll for it. It's pretty easy. I dispose of the body. Alright. There's just like some dude there, like a janitor, yelling at you like, This isn't an disposal! And you're... <laughs> Fucking bad news is just waiting for you as you teleport in Roxanne Harrison. This is not the purpose of this gate. <laughs> How unfortunate. <laughs> Stare <laughs> dead silently without looking, toss it into the gate and leave. Okay, so I want to know, I just want to say for future reference that if uh, this thing wasn't able to like instantly 
come back somehow. Or, I'm like, that's a, I'm assuming that's what's happening here. It could have just been two, but I'm guessing based on context that this thing can just like instantly repop like it's got extra lives or some shit. But if that wasn't the case, explosion and then throw it into the fucking gate does work. <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's get into the car, let's follow it. Okay. Now, you, you take off and you are able to get to a higher speed than it can move, and it stays on the freeway, actually. And it is running north up the 215. And as you close in on it, Steiner, it does a leap, spins in midair, and fires another laser at you. I would like to swerve out of the way. Roll act under pressure to drive. Drive under pressure. Drive hard. That's an eight. That's an eight. Okay. So, worse outcome is you gotta swerve a bit harder than you mean to, and you wind up facing backwards on the freeway. Okay. What do you do? I mean, I don't want to get hit by the laser. Correct. That seems like a bad thing to have. And this is night, right? It is nighttime, yes. So there's less people going to be on the freeway. Less, but non-zero. The 215 is a pretty major freeway crossing out of the high desert. Yeah, I'm going to take my chances with uh, being backwards as opposed to being hit by a laser. Okay. So do you hit the brakes on your car, or what? Um, let me see. Well, if I'm facing backwards now... Uh-huh. The first thing I'm going to do is, like, immediately get into the breakdown lane so I'm not in oncoming traffic. Okay. As you make this maneuver to get yourself into safety, Grant, you can feel that this thing has... It, it had to slow down as part of that leap that it lost some force, some momentum, but it is getting back up to top speed and is continuing up to the 215. Okay. Is there anything I would be able to do? Is it too far away for me to affect with my magic? Uh, yes. It is well out of okay. range by now. Okay. All right. Hey, guess who has a gun? <laughs> guess who has several guns? Gun it has the close tag, so does Grant's magic. Yeah, but guess uh, who has a gun that has that tag? No, Are no, you... it's... What we're saying is that it's... You have to have the far tag. Yeah, point. Guess he does. Oh, what? Laser cannon oh. has the far tag. I'm gonna uh, fight lasers with lasers. Well, I Grant's gonna fight lasers with lasers. I'm driving. Okay, well, you're gonna have to roll this at a significant penalty because it is running away from you very fast. Distance is increasing. Wait, 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 wait. Before we fucking shoot this thing, and shouting this as we're driving, I was told it's gonna be worse every time we run into this thing. Do we want to kill this thing, not knowing what the hell it is and how to kill it for permanently? Or are we just gonna keep trying to kill it? I don't think it's going to kill it. I'm 
I just want to shoot it out of spite. <laughs> okay. Spite but that's a fair valid. Move. That's a valid point. But yes. Though. Yes. I think we should take stock of our situation a little more before we engage in this thing. And also, I'm going to like not be facing backwards on the highway. Wait, hold on. Pull a fucking K turn in the emergency lane. Right. <sighs> All right. So we killed that thing. I feel like we can all agree on that. We blew it up, yeah. cut its head off, and then threw it into oblivion. Yeah. That thing was dead. So my line of thinking and my reasoning is this. In the story, the man just straight up run that, ran that thing over. Like, if I can quote the exact article, felt the scraping underneath, heard more screaming and gurgling, and then just booked it. And then when they got back, there was nothing there. I feel like this thing can just instantly just comes back. I don't know how. That's just my gut reaction. That's my gut feeling on this. Which is probably why you were specified to utterly and destroy, completely destroy it. And they didn't just mean like pulverize it into little bits. They mean make it no longer exist. Remove the fact of its existence from reality. Right? How do we do that? That's a good question. I... Damerol, who is here, by the way? <laughs> also You've been Blackbird. very quiet. I've been enjoying the ride. It's been quite stimulating. I'm glad someone has. I know we've come to a stop here for safety reasons, but I can't help but I mean, feel that I can, knowing... I can be driving. I can be, like, driving in that general direction. We can still be chasing after it, just like... But I can't help but feel that it must be retreating to somewhere. I mean, we did hit it. It could just be blind panic run. It could. But in any case, I'm going to keep following it until we can, so... Wherever it's heading, if it is heading somewhere, then that might be its actual home rather than that little nest that we found. Yeah, it was weird that it didn't have any, like, things that it Lots of fairly there. visible locations, but it's weird that it only, like, showed up 50 years ago and then yesterday. So it... Perhaps it's nomadic, perhaps it's migratory. Who knows? Maybe it hibernates. And that's why no one's seen it for 50 years. Oh. Perhaps it has a 50-year reproductive cycle. God, I hope there aren't two of these things. Or three. Well, yes. Or five. Also, could we just, like, the laser... Did anyone even see what it was shooting the laser out of? Because I didn't. I think uh, it's eyes. Did I see it? It's dark out. And the laser is quite bright, so you weren't able to tell, but it definitely came from, like, above the shoulders. The head or up? Like, that wasn't in the article. I feel like that was important information. But yes, alright, so timeline as roughly as I can figure this thing. This thing first shows up 50 or so years ago. Which, wait, what was the exact date? It's Again. on there. It's in the story, like first paragraph. 58. Okay, so like not 50 years ago, but like, well, wait, yeah, that is uh, closer to 60, maybe. I don't know. 
Uh, 60 minus 4. 56 years ago. 50-something years ago. Gets hit by a car, which I am going to assume killed it then. It respawned. I'm just going to say respawned for lack of a better term. Presumably remove... Just did something to keep... Because they didn't find the old body, so it presumably did something about that. And then vanishes for 50 years, 50-something years, only to show up again last night. Roxanne, you did notice that the body was dissolving slowly after it was properly killed. Huh. Maybe something that we can't see escapes out of it when it dies, and that's just like a shed skin? What, is this like some sort of extra-dimensional entity, and that's just... It exists somewhere else, and that's just an extension of it that, that we can see. That's part of it that we can perceive. Is that no, 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 no. Spitballing theories. I like spitballing theories here. Yeah, see, what I was thinking is that maybe when it dies, some sort of like the thing that it is, its essence or whatever, pops out of it and reforms itself. Like, and that's the part that's vulnerable. Because if it can reform itself that fast, why does it need to heal so slow? Maybe healing fast like that requires it to be vulnerable. Reforming itself. That or there's just been two of them all along and we're idiots. I mean, that's also a very real possibility, but my line of thinking is that just... Like, what we killed back there wasn't actually the creature, just an extension of it. And that we need to find the, like, core of it, which possibly doesn't even exist in this dimension and destroy that, but I'm just spitballing. I'm in a panic here. Yeah, this I don't want to go on any more extra-dimensional trips if it's all the same. Yes, yeah, that's, that's fair. It didn't go very well for me last time, so I'm going to really hope that we're not going to have to travel into another dimension to kill this thing. But I mean, like, if that's an extension of it, maybe... Again, what is basically it? assumption? Like, I'm not even sure that is what's. Maybe that is just two. Maybe we're just being stupid. I don't think that's what's happening, though. I think this is something more complex than that, because otherwise, like, you would specify just the one and just destroy it completely. Really makes me think that this is, like, a. Thing where if we just keep killing it, just going to keep coming back, and we need to find, we need to find like its hidden weakness or something. Well, that is a thing we do. We need to find like the actual creature or something. I don't know. Maybe there's a totem sitting in the desert somewhere. We have basically nothing to go on right now, other than killing it doesn't work. Which is a hell of a sentence. Normally, things die when they're killed. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I was thinking it. I didn't want to say it because I knew you would derive joy from me saying it. <laughs> I derive equal joy from being the one who gets to cross that threshold. Nah. After you just led me right up to it by the hand. Darn it. <sighs> okay, 
I, I don't want you guys to feel like I'm rushing you along, but are we done speculating enough that I can advance the timeline now? Yes. I'm yeah, I guess we're just, like, following it while we're talking. Yeah. Because uh, it, it is, you do have enough time to have this conversation, like, while you are driving. I assume, Steiner, that you never get so close that it has a chance to pop another shot off at you. Yeah, let's just keep a respectful distance. Let's keep 40 feet back. 40 feet back, it's not suspicious. <laughs> I don't know, can guns shoot for 40 feet? Because the laser has the far tag, actually. So it can shoot sniper rifle far. Actually, uh, no, I don't want to... It's probably a bad idea to be invisible while there are other cars around. <laughs> yeah, probably. That'd be a move. A little bit. Like, if I'm trying to actively escape, you know, that's fine. It's not so much for the tailing. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so... Grant, about... 20 minutes after this little chase started, maybe 25, somewhere around there, the monster stops getting farther away from you. Or rather, it stops moving. You can tell that you are just, like, getting closer to it at the speed that you are traveling, so it has stopped moving. Alright, uh, I'll tell Steiner, slow down a bit. Um, the thing has stopped moving. Alright. And as you stay on the freeway, grant that you, you can feel it's like, it's north of you, it's north of you, it's northwest of you, it's northwest of you, it's due west of you, it's north, it's southwest, it's southwest, it's southwest. Uh, we just passed it. And you didn't see it on the freeway, which means it got off the freeway at some point. Yeah. That's what I figured. It got off the freeway, it's, it's back there. Why was it following the freeway? So you guys basically went, like, straight up the 215 for about 15 miles. You're up around the city of Muskoi. I'm assuming you all, or Steiner, I'm assuming you take the car off the freeway at the next exit and take surface streets following Grant's directions. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, Grant, I won't make you roll to navigate. Your yeah. tracking spell is pretty good. And you all wind up outside of a warehouse. It's like a sizable warehouse. There's no like obvious branding outside of it, so you can't tell if it's Amazon or something. But it is just a long white building, maybe two, maybe three stories tall. A parking lot is full of dozens of shipping containers that would be hauled by a Holland truck. And Grant, it's inside somewhere. Well, it's in there. That would explain where it's been 50 years, or 50 years if it's been being hauled around. Damerol kind of rolls his shoulders. Would you like me to take a look inside? Oh, you can do uh, that. I can do no that. Danger to, yeah, if there's no danger to you, then go for it. Oh, and he like flexes and thumps his hand on his bicep. I'm quite certain I can handle whatever dangers would come at me. I pretend to swoon. Still though, to be careful. 
I mean, I don't know if laser beams can hurt ghosts, but I'd rather not be the one to, you know... He's not really a ghost, though. The spirits... Uh... We will talk about my species some other time. I'm going to go investigate. We really talk about... We, never, we don't really talk, do we? We should hang out. We should hang out. Oh. I think I see you like once or twice a week whenever I'm over at the house, but we don't really talk. I don't like we had the conversation when we when you got back, but we just like never talk after that. I don't yeah. Uh, have you ever seen my lab? I have not. I have heard many things about it, but I have not been to it's visit. It's weird that you never come over to visit. I wonder why it's like the stings that I can just this is not well, this isn't the time or the place, but point being, just do be careful and I shall. And he I mean he's always like three inches above the ground, so he doesn't need to walk, but he does actually make walking motions a lot of the time, and he does. Just sort of walks towards the warehouse, passes through the front gate. Motherfucker is conditionally tangible. And you can see that he like gets up to the threshold of the most obvious entrance, steps up to the door, stops, stares at it, seems to draw something in the air. You can see this like glowing glyph form in front of him, and you can see his arm moving. He he has a sort of like softly radiant blue, so you can see him in the night's darkness. And he taps on the glyph and it sparks and then fades away. And then he turns around and starts walking back at the rest of you. Hmm. I'm gonna take that to mean something hinky is going on. When he arrives, he puts his hands on his hips and like turns back and looks at the building. Shit's fucked. <laughs> and then does a huh at it and turns back. It's warded quite thoroughly. Is there a name on this building? Uh, yes, but I don't know it. Okay. <laughs> warded. It's warded. Who would oh, it is. It, you know what it is? It's a Dollar Tree distribution center looking at Google Maps. Okay. Okay, I thought maybe the name might be important, but I don't think it is then. Nah, it just seems to be a Dollar Tree warehouse. I could break these wards, but it would be quite obvious that I've done it. Honestly, it would not be that difficult to overpower, but I I could not be subtle about it without taking some time. Right. Why is it... Can you tell what it's warded against? <laughs> Entry. He, like, folds his arms and cocks his head and taps his foot and seems to think. Looks back at the warehouse, kind of squints his eyes at it, wiggles his head a little, looks up at the sky, squints his eyes at the sky. I would have to say... (sighs) Entry of any non-authorized magical individuals. Um, let's see... That's exactly none of us. Yeah, kind of looks at everybody here. Yes, unfortunately, we are all quite magical and 
probably not authorized, unless anybody here has anything they would like to own up to. No, but... I stopped keeping secrets a while ago. I think I stopped keeping secrets around the time I said that I was in a gang. Wait, you're in a gang? <laughs> I told you that forever ago, yes! You've met the gang! Well... Huh? kind of gets in your face, but have you told your parents that you're in a gang? <gasps> no, because my mother would murder me. Hmm, oh, so we're not true, quite done would. keeping secrets yet. Are we, Grant Harrison? There are some secrets that I will keep to keep me alive. Does she know about all your tattoos? Other than the one you have on your face? She knows about some of them. And I told her that after I moved out. <sighs> so... I think, everybody, having found that the sequel, second iteration, something of the Riverside Bridge monster has gone to ground in a warehouse that is quite thoroughly warded against magical infiltration, I think I'm going to call it for the night. Who is warding a Dollar Tree warehouse? <laughs> okay, so this could be like a weird, this could be, did you say Dollar Tree or Dollar General? Dollar Tree. Okay. This could just be a weird coincidence. Well, no, if it was Dollar General, I wouldn't be surprised by it. Dollar General is, like, apparently the largest company in, or largest retailer in, in North America. Like, they beat Walmart. So they're, they could be up to all sorts of shady shit. <laughs> it's just a front for, like, evil fucking wizards to infiltrate every... To secretly infiltrate every single solitary city in America. <sighs> so, uh, I told you this would be a weird one. I hope I'm making good on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Uh, it's, uh, we're in for a time. I did get to complete my rule of three of having you guys fight. Uh, actually, it might be more. Let me see here. Uh, there was the Wind Tosser, the Tripadero. Oh, and then there was Morton. Morton was number three, technically, even though you didn't kill him. You didn't kill him. So this is actually the fourth California cryptid. Not for lack of fucking it up. Yeah. And I, I decided that I wanted to, I, I decided a long time ago that I wanted to end out on having you guys fight one last California cryptid. And here it is. It's the Riverside Bridge monster. It's a weird little hoobajube that keeps getting weirder, apparently. It was like when I ended Baltimore. The last thing I ended Baltimore with was a fucking reference to the Blair Witch Project because that was done in Mar that was filmed in Maryland. Yeah. But solving further mysteries in that regard, we'll have to wait until next time. Speaking of next time, in a way, this time, uh, I hope my players had fun this time. I did. Yeah. Hmm. There was a lot of stupid nonsense we did. There was an exceptionally large amount of stupid nonsense. I think like 30 minutes of that was actually the hunt. 
It's all right. We're probably going to have a lot less stupid nonsense next time, knowing what's coming. Nope. I want to believe. Different kinds of stupid nonsense, not less of Good to have aspirations. I'm so curious <laughs> about this thing. Uh, and uh, in addition to my players, I hope the folks at home enjoyed this one. Uh, wanted to sort of bring us to the climax with something kind of hinky, and it's going to get even hinkier. But until then, until we reach that point, have a good night, folks at home. Good night, good everybody. Good night. Watch where you're driving. Don't get it by lasers. Don't hit a bird monster on the road. Or if you do, make sure you kill it. Tell me more about this hinky climax. <laughs> <laughs>